0: everyone, and welcome to the Connector Podcast. This is the place where we discuss people, ideas, marketing, technology, and anything else that feels right. I'm Sasha Wusu, Senior Planner for the TED Department at Mediacom. Hi, I'm Sue Uniman, Chief Transformation Officer at Mediacom. And our guest joining us today is Kevin Johnson. How are you, Kevin?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you. And I'm glad to have you on the podcast today. Um, Kevin is the Chief Executive Officer at Mediacom Canada, where he's been working for the last 11 years. Kevin is proud to be at the helm of Mediacom Canada, upholding the core values that guide Mediacom business forward every day, people first to drive better results. Kevin is also co-chair of the Global Belonging Council, which Sue's also a member of, set up by Nick Lawson last year to ensure everyone at Mediacom feels they belong. Prior to this, he has also worked at various media agencies such as CARA, MPG Canada and Havas Media. Um, Welcome to the podcast, Kevin, and I'd like to kick things off by asking you um, how's the last year been for you, considering the whole impact of COVID, not only on a work level but also personally?
1: Well, I I would say great, but um, that would not be uh, necessarily true. Um, I would say um, it's been interesting, and uh, I'll say I'll use the word interesting because I think that. The there have been um, a lot of uh, really great opportunities for me to stretch myself as a leader. You know, I've I've uh, I've shared with uh, a few folks that to be a leader during um, COVID um, is is really we should consider it an awesome opportunity. There is no type of learning, uh, no type of experience uh, than than being a leader through a pandemic. And how many people are going to get enough? Opportunity like this so there is yeah right well um you know hopefully you're, you're right um so being able to to uh be a leader stretch yourself uh for a team um that you need to support i think is is an awesome thing i think as a as a father it's been difficult because i've i've tried to find different ways to bring kids through a very unusual time for them. I have a fourteen year old girl a thirteen year old boy and a ten year old girl um, and it's 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 tough on a number of uh, different levels so um, it's been interesting but but still uh, a lot to give thanks for
2: there's a there's an ancient curse I believe which is um, may you live in interesting times. And I think that's we've said so, we could do with well, it, being, I but, it. Yeah, we, a bit bit more boring, couldn't we? Um, how do you think? So you've talked about leadership in a, 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 in, in a pandemic. You've talked about the lessons learned. Are there any experiences that you could point out in your career up till now that taught you the skills that have helped you have resilience and show leadership through the last 12 months?
1: Great question. Uh, wow. Uh, I would say a couple of things. Look, I think, um, you know, if I were to kind of go through my, my life uh, and my past um, in my career I, and kind of uh, went through and surveyed all the people that I have spoken to or built a relationship, I think that one thing hopefully that would come out is is the, the human aspect or the very um, personal touch and connection that I build uh, with people. Um, I think that that has really helped me, and i and I think that especially in challenging times like this, the need to regardless of title, be able to connect with a person at any level with any title is uh, is really important. Um, I'll give you guys a quick story. Uh, I'm outside. Um, and I'm with, you know, several very senior clients. Um, this is pre-COVID, where we were walking around, having meetings, having lunch, uh, et cetera, in real and life. Yeah, in real life. And uh, I hear uh, KJ, which is. Um, those who know me um, is, is what I go by and I hear the loudest KJ on uh, the the intersection of a busy downtown street with my clients beside me um, and I turn around and it's the the uh, the maintenance person, um, for our building and every morning we all say hi to each other, catch up uh, for our family and, and they kind of turned them around to me, the clients, and said, uh, do you know him? And I was like, absolutely, he's a friend of mine. And I think it's so important that we that we, we, we take care of other humans and, and treat everybody with the same level of respect and dignity. And I think that's, that holds true even more during COVID. Absolutely. Um,
0: Moving on to the theme of belonging Which ties in nicely to our current conversation Just how important is belonging Within the workplace And what exactly does belonging mean
1: to you? Well, listen Simply I think belonging allows everyone To feel that there's a place for them Um, And we still need to do some work around that And it's a simple concept The idea that regardless if you're talking about a group of friends or your family, the reason why there's affinity to be amongst friends and to be amongst family is because there's a place for me, I feel welcomed. Mm -hmm. And for somewhere, as we can all attest, we spend countless amount of hours in, Mm -hmm. we have to feel that same type of belonging in the work environment. Um, Not only is it the right thing to do, but it wouldn't it also create the best product, the best ideas, the best relationships? We would all agree it absolutely does.
2: I have to say that um, when I joined the Global Belonging Council, I was quite nervous because it was a whole bunch of people that I didn't know. And Kevin and um, his co-chair, Michelle, the way they chair it, absolutely exemplifies the kind of belonging that um kevin's talking about because i'm you know proud member of is what i would now (laughs) say um and you'll hear more from us soon i'm not sure when we're not sure when this podcast is going to go out but you'll hear more soon about about what we've been up to but speaking of that and just generally i guess professionally but also personally what do you hope to have achieved by the end of 2021 apart from maybe being able to walk around with some clients in the street again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I believe, I, um, my hope is, is that uh, regardless of where you are uh, and what office you are in around the world, you would have had heard about the Global Belonging Council um, and more importantly, you would have uh, felt um, our impact um, in our in our desire to kind of uh, allow everyone to feel like there's a MediaCom is a, a place and a home for them um, in a in a in a safe work environment. I think if we're able to do that um, in a very crazy world that we live in, um, it would certainly help. Um, it, it would definitely certainly help. And then of course, you know, as as a leader in this uh, market uh, here in Canada. Uh, I wish for all the success um, that we're currently enjoying and, and that magnified by five by ten. Um, but I also worry about our people as well. And so I want to make sure that there I, I hope that we're able to exit out of 21 safe, uh, um, healthy in mind and in soul um and
0: embody as well i must say um just from a personal point of view i think that awareness is key and just having that awareness that um there are people that are focusing on belonging within the company is just a great thing and can only be positive so um definitely looking forward to more updates on that for sure um now moving on to even more personal level, these are the questions that we ask all of our guests.
1: <laughs> I really struggle with these. So. <laughs> we're very so strict. Go ahead. As well, we're
2: very strict about the answers.
1: Indeed. So,
0: first question would be, what is your first line from a poem, song, or book?
1: So, for me, this is a, a really important one, and it's a verse that I use to try and get through adversity. Um, And it's uh, uh, 2 Timothy 1, verse 7, and it speaks about um, having the, uh, being able to uh, avoid the spirit of fear, um, but being able to use the power of love um, of and of a sound mind. And so I think that that is, in the times that we're living in now in the last two years, very applicable.
2: That's lovely. Okay. If you were a genie, what five commonly available objects would I have to put in a magic circle to summon you, please?
1: All right, so I, we we need no judgment here, okay?
2: Okay, no judgment.
1: All right, first of all, uh, I need uh, definitely a basketball. Okay, cool. Um, I'm a lover of music, so I feel like if you threw out an 80s mixtape, I'd be very <laughs> attractive.
2: Any? Do you want to name any particular bands that would have to be on it? Uh,
1: you know, I'm uh, I'm from all genres, so okay. uh, you know, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I'm I'm all over the place. I feel like you know, um, you know, if you if you put in a, a Mary J. Blige between a Michael Jackson. Um, You know, throw in some Duran Duran. We might, you know, it's it's all (laughs) good.
2: Sounds like a party, (laughs) Kevin. Okay, great.
1: Uh, Sirloin steak, six ounce. You know, I I, got to watch out for the red meat, but, um, you know, I I think we all should be able to enjoy this. Um, Sticking on the theme of food, Mm -hmm. uh, please, apple pie and ice cream. They are one. It is one you can't separate the two uh, or it's not the same and then the last one um in a toast uh to my heritage uh if you were to put out a glass of uh Jamaican rum I think that that would that might (laughs) be the trick any particular rum well I'm I'm an Appleton fan so um but you know I do not discriminate (laughs) <laughs> um, so I feel like if you put out any uh, any type of brand, I, I would I would come out.
2: That sounds like something that would call a lot of people. Actually, it's a good mix, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm a bit all over the place. No, we love No, it. I think it sounds good.
0: Indeed. So next one, what is your single best skill?
1: I feel like this is the one that I struggled with the most. Like the single best kill. Um, so I landed on something I I feel like just from my character perspective, I am very much a fixer. I'm known um, as a fixer uh, to a fault uh, in all circles of life uh, at work, um, family, uh, and definitely friends, they they all um, love me and hate me for the fixer mentality um, that I have.
2: And you get things done, right? I've already noticed that you get stuff done.
1: I uh, try. I try to. <laughs> I try to. It might take me a while, but uh, I definitely um, am like a dog with a bone. You know, I I, I got to get it done. So
2: we need we need that. Um, What would you practice more if you had the time and the space?
1: Uh, So when I was uh, when I was when I was early in my my teens, I I started uh, learning the piano, um, did a a couple of years uh, uh, having lessons. I I loved it. I still love it to this day. Um, There were other things that took me away in my teenage years from the piano uh other things that caught my attention um and so if i could go back and have the time i would love to sit down and properly learn uh it is a beautiful thing when you're able to play the piano lovely uh
0: what fictional world would you live in
1: and why so another tough one Uh, i'm gonna go with I would just love, as long as I didn't die, I would love to live in, uh, put me in the Matrix world. I feel uh-huh. like I would be a good sub uh, in for Lawrence Fishburne, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a question. Uh,
2: I can see you doing I, that. I, I,
1: I, love, I love the Matrix. I love it.
2: Finally, the question that you cannot prepare for. They're taken from the uh, box uh, that oh. Andrew bought, actually, from the it's... School of Life. And I've just fished out three random cards, and I'm going to hold them up. And um, A, B, or C, Kevin, please
1: choose. Let's go for, it. Let's go for the, uh Let's go for B. The middle one. Yes.
2: If you had to live somewhere else, where would you live?
1: Oh, that's tough. Uh, Because
2: you love where you live now.
1: I do love. I do love where I live now. I do love where I live now. I'm very. There's lots of roots here. Mm -hmm. If I had to live somewhere else. I'm very interested about, uh, I would, I would, I may move back to back. Um, I would move to, uh, uh, let's see.
2: Lots of choices or.
1: So I'm, I'm, I'm in between two. Okay. So talk us through it. I think there's a great story about moving back to, the family house uh, in Jamaica, okay. uh, um, and and living a totally different life. Um, I think that there there's 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 a lot of attractive elements in that. That's one, mm-hmm. and then I would go totally on the other side of the world, and I feel like I could find a really great home in South Africa, or even on the uh, east coast of Africa, uh, uh, you know, Tanzania, uh, you know, those areas. uh, I feel like that would be really interesting for me and something that I would want to explore.
2: Okay. Well, you'd be very welcome in London if you (laughs) ever get the inclination that's really interesting thank you kevin
0: thank you so much for your time kevin really appreciate it and
1: uh (laughs) thank you i had it was great fun i i enjoyed it a lot thank you for having me guys
2: we're looking looking forward to talking more about belonging yeah in the coming months. brilliant
1: awesome awesome thank you